Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers here with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So this is one of our More Than Mom episodes. We always give the little disclaimer. If you are new around here, welcome. Um, But this is sort of a fun spinoff of our regular Tuesday show. Stick around. It's going to be a really fun episode today. But on occasional Sundays, we cover topics that are outside of parenting and motherhood. Usually fun and fluffy, but still lots to talk about today. So Megan, will you set up today's topic? Yeah, so we are talking about the things that we splurge on and the things that we prefer to save money on. So like, I think, you know, everybody makes choices about how we spend our money. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that sometimes like what could seem like a really frivolous luxury to one person is actually feels like a necessity to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not about, you know, spending money on a product because it actually works better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes it's just because you get that little kick out of buying it or using it. Um, I don't know, Sarah, you probably have things that you would never spend money on that you know other people are willing to spend money on and vice versa. Totally. And it changes over time. It changes in your phase of life and where you're living. We moved from Arizona to California four years ago. And let me tell you, that in itself is a splurge. There, I had to get used to things, uh, West Coast pricing. Um, But I have to give a shout out to our listener, Rachel Holland, longtime listener. She also is Faded Wildflower on Instagram and Etsy. She has a super cute Etsy shop. Um, But this was her idea. We always love your ideas. um, And these More Than Mom episodes, we've only been doing for six months or so. So we love getting your ideas. You can get them to us any which way. Rachel commented on Instagram, and this was a direct pull from her suggestion. So big shout out. Um, Thanks, Rachel, for inspiring this episode. Um, Megan, I have to talk about one more thing before we get started. Yeah, go ahead. Do it. We're on Spotify, guys. (gasps) <gasps> Woohoo! This that is, took longer than it needed to. It but did, and Spotify we learned some things. <laughs> we did, and Spotify didn't have podcasts initially. It's a music platform. It is the preferred music platform for both you and me. So this is. It feels like, and then I would see all these other podcasts on there, and it was a complicated backstory of how. 
podcast submitted to get on, but it felt like it took a long time and we are on there. The reason I'm excited about this is still one of the biggest challenges in getting new listeners for any show is not the people who are already listening to podcasts. They discover our show pretty easily. It's people who've never listened to a podcast and haven't figured out why podcasts are so amazing. So I feel like Spotify is a great place for podcasts to be because so many people are already listening to music there and that's their kind of preferred audio, you know, platform. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. And I think that people will find us like I sometimes just live inside Spotify, like I have Spotify on all the time. It's going to make it easier, I think, on smart speakers, which I don't Mm -hmm. feel like have really learned to play well yet with um, different podcast programs and stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Very it's, yeah. It's great. Um, and also I just want to thank everybody last time on the more than mom. It wasn't last week, a couple weeks ago. Um, we took you behind the scenes on how we make this podcast. And I think we're always a little like, is this too, are we navel gazing? Like, do yes. you guys care? A little too oh, self-congratulatory. <laughs> like, yeah. Let us talk about how we sit in front of our mic in our bed. Um, everybody, we got such nice feedback from you guys. You're interested in the business. You're interested in where the show has come from and where it's going and such nice feedback. So mostly just thank you from our egos that that was yes. really nice of you to validate that that was interesting. And we'll probably do it. I don't know, once a year or so, cause things change. So well, and I, have to thank to, everybody. <laughs> I have to give an update that I think last time um, I shared that my mic placement was kind of like like laying between my boobs was where I put my mic. Not to kind keep it of. Close. It is literally. Well, now it is literally stuffed in my bra. I don't know if I was doing that when we recorded that episode, <laughs> but at some point I just decided, you know, just go all the way and stuff it in my bra and then it holds it in place. So I don't have to worry about it jostling around. So I am literally, I sent Sarah a selfie a few minutes ago of me with a, a microphone sticking out of my bra, like like it's a third boob. Yeah, it's a clean, a fluffy, it's a clean blue. photo. It's not a, it doesn't, we should classify we should it. it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if I'm cute enough leave it, for that, but leave it put to a filter you in it. to uh, <laughs> invent something new. Yeah. yeah. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So, our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite Factor meals, and Katie loved the herb crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set, 
I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Um, okay, Sarah, so I feel like, let's first of all talk a little bit about brand loyalty to yeah. set this up. And we're going to move quickly. The way I have this kind of set up is we're going to just move through categories like home, kitchen, bath, um, face, clothing, stuff like that, yeah. and talk about kind of what we do splurge on and what we save on. Um, but like how let's set this up. How do you decide? Do you are you in general a brand loyal person um, or some of the time are you brand loyal? And is it about the brand or the experience? Like, give me a little bit of OK of I don't know, backdrop. That's a really good question. As I think, it, as you know, I'm a very routine oriented person. I would mm-hmm. say I get more tied to things like where and how I shop than I do to specific brands. Now, I do have some brands that I'm loyal to, but I would say I'm less brand loyal and more routine driven. So for example, I talk about Costco and Trader Joe's. Those are two of my go-to. Trader Joe's is my weekly grocery. Costco is about once a month. And it for me, it's more about like, I kind of know where to save and what my favorite products are within that system of like, this is my weekly routine. This is my monthly Costco trip. If I found myself at a different uh, retailer, I wouldn't bend over backwards to try and find my same brands. It would be more about saving cost, I think. And more about like the way I save money is by kind of being ritualistic about where I shop. Does that make sense? So I I think I'm less brand loyal than, than some people probably. Yeah. And I'm actually not a very brand loyal person. I have a handful of things that I like Jif peanut butter. I mean, I've eaten Jif peanut butter since I was a little kid to me, unless I want a natural peanut butter sandwich, which is like the good chunky stuff Mm -hmm. that, you know, like to me, that's a different experience than the experience of eating like a classic PBJ that I would have when I was a kid. So that's an example of something I would consider myself brand loyal about to an extent, except I will buy other kinds of peanut butter. Like I will also, I will have natural peanut butter right next to the GIF in my right. cabinet, which right. I realize is a huge, I don't know, it seems kind of like it's conflicting, but hey, there it is. Um, other things like there's certain crackers. I think that crackers have a really hard time, like knockoff crackers never taste. Yeah, like, I would agree with that. Um, like they don't taste like a Ritz or a wheat then they just don't. Yeah. And being a Trader Joe's shopper, they like, I'm thinking of their Ritz knockoffs. My kids love them, yeah. but they, they're not Ritz probably because they don't have some of the preservatives right um, but like oreos well, aldi though oreos aldi is another one don't either right yeah. oreos is like a total indulgence for me and i don't yeah. think i could eat knockoff oreos even the or jojo's at trader joe's no ever oh had, like, god no knockoff m&ms no they're awful so there's just certain things that like can't be replicated but otherwise i would say i'm in general not a super brand loyal person unless like you said unless i just know something so well that just buying the same brand over and over again just makes it easier. Yeah. Um, and then so, so sometimes I do that. Yeah. yeah. So how do you know, like when you decide to splurge on something, 
do you feel okay about it afterward? I will say that mm. if I feel like a pit in my stomach or like really anxious in the checkout aisle, it's usually a pretty good indicator that I didn't need to splurge on that and probably won't do it again. But right. for the most part, that that rarely happens. Like I feel like by the time I decide to really splurge on something, I'm okay. Yeah, I think I, I feel okay about splurges too. I think when I get that less good feeling in the pit of my stomach, it's usually less from one big ticket item splurge and more from putting a bunch of cheap junk, junk in my in cart. cart. I'm looking at you, Target dollar store. Like yes. the containers in the Target dollar store section that I think I'm going to reorganize the kids art cupboard. And I yeah. get them home and I'm like, I don't, I didn't need these. Yeah, they were cheap. And that's, right. I know we're going to talk about saving, but one of the pitfalls of quote unquote saving is it can sometimes make you buy more stuff. And I have been yep. guilty of that sale rack. I will always go right to like a clearance rack just because I love to see what, like yep. how far marked down is this? And that's both with online shopping for me and real life shopping. I kind of get a little bit of a kick out of not how cheap it is, but what is the differential? Like what this is marked yep. down. These shoes are marked down from $78 and now they're $18. And I buy them just because of that. Not because, and that I feel like sometimes leaves me with the yucky feeling. So it's less, yes. about, it's more about consuming something that was, was that really what I wanted? Or I just buy it because it was allegedly cheap. I used to, so back when I used to actually shop um, more sort of recreationally than I do now for mm -hmm. a variety of reasons. One, I was just had more time to I had access to more retail. Mm -hmm. I have very little retail access now. So I don't really shop the same way unless it's like a special thing. Like I'm going to Chicago and I'm going to shop. Right. And that's a totally now that's such a, a treat. It's a very different feeling. But back in the days when I would hit that clearance rack, I would usually feel yeah. really bad afterward because I would know I would get this shirt home and be yeah. like, yes, this shirt was six ninety nine. Right marked down from like 26.99 at target or whatever but will i is there a reason right. like did i even like it on me right. did i like it six dollars worth do i even want something i only like six dollars yep. worth in my closet yeah um so there's that and i used to have a little a little game my sister and i used to do this when we were younger and broker but spent more time shopping interesting not sure how that worked out but <laughs> we would walk around target we would get one cart we would walk around and everything we liked we'd throw it in the cart mm-hmm and we would walk around the entire store and then we'd go and put everything back. Interesting. And we would keep like two things each. And somehow like just putting it in yep. the cart honestly scratched the itch as much as it needed to be scratched. Yep. I think and it was I, just about I think you could do that with art. online online shopping yeah. too. I love the daily deals. Like I love Zulily and Jane are my two favorite and it's, it's on my phone. So it's like totally mindless yeah. phone. And I will sometimes do that. I'll put stuff in the yeah. cart and then they, it, it goes away if you don't buy it anyway. So I don't right. have to take it yeah. out. It's just gone. Um, well, and by the time yeah. you make an entire pass around the store and get back to the front, you've kind of decided if that thing you picked up mm -hmm. at the beginning is really something you want. And so I don't know, make sure you put it all back in the right place. We do not want to, we do not want to commit retail, uh, I don't know what retail crimes here, retail but like vandalism. No retail, <laughs> retail <like>. vandalism. <laughs> Make sure you put it back in the right place. There, there's some satisfaction to that too. We yep. are moms here, you know. Yep. So okay, so now that we've done, now that we set this topic up so much, like let's jump in. I'm okay. just gonna like kind of quickly fire questions at you. Okay. You can answer Sarah what you splurge on, what you save on, and then I will follow suit. And if you want me to go first, while well, you think, okay, you know. okay, okay, we're gonna start with the just home. Okay. We're going to start with paper products. Okay. So like toilet paper, paper towels, paper plates. Are you brand loyal? Do you splurge? Do you save? What do you do? I, I would say I'm mid range for paper towel, high, mid to high range quality for paper towels and toilet paper. It's usually Costco. So they have a way of making that Kirkland brand be pretty comparable to like your, you know, not top of the line, but like second 
nicest. Yeah. Um, and then if I were in a Target or somewhere else, I would probably, I'm not brand loyal. I would do like Cottonelle, like Bounty, like yeah. one of the nicer brands, but would probably not looking too closely if I'm not at Costco. Paper plates, I can go super cheap. I mean, yeah. unless I was having a party where I knew people were going to have like juicy burgers and you know nobody wants a flimsy paper plate for that but usually if I'm doing paper plates it's like a bunch of kids having dessert and so I will go as cheap as cheap as you can go for paper plates okay so we're similar but have some differences um my aunt Paula who is like the sing the aunt who never had kids and was very glamorous Mm -hmm. when we were growing up for a long time would give all of us kids toilet paper at Christmas because we were also in love with her toilet paper and it's one of the cottonelles it's like the super thick yes quilted one and so one year after she gave it to me I thought you know I'm not a, like I'm not a pauper I can buy this toilet paper for mm-hmm. myself it's not that much more expensive and so for a little while I bought it and honestly I felt weird doing what I did to it like <laughs> like spending another two or three dollars on it I would feel weird every time I used it like do I really want to use this? Shouldn't I be using something else? And should I, I guess use for less? Me, should I use less? It's so quilted and thick. Is it even okay to flush? I mean, I had this weird hang up about this expensive toilet paper once I started buying it. And I think I realized that sometimes the fun in a splurge is that it's not in the luxury is that it's once in a while and it's not something you spent your own money on. Yeah. Or it's, it's something so, you, I know my kids have commented on the toilet paper at other people's houses before. Yes. Like Stacy, our old friend in Arizona, like Stacy has the best toilet paper at her yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have to look up the brand. I'm almost positive it's Cottonelle, but it's like the highest yeah. end Cottonelle. Elite. So, Cottonelle elite. Yes. Elite Cottonelle. <laughs> they only sell it. You have to like have a personal you know, personal shopper and a chauffeur to buy it. But it's it's not that much more. It wasn't right. breaking the bank. It wasn't wrecking my budget. I was just kind of like, well, this is weird. And I and I felt weird about it. So now I honestly will buy whatever's on sale. I yeah. have very and a, every now and then I will accidentally buy super, super crappy. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, Toilet paper that's like one ply. And then I'm kind of mad at myself. But even then, I don't really care that right. much. You live. It's not yeah, it's not that big of a deal. We've all gone like camping or gone mm-hmm. to a, you know, a crappy gas station bathroom or something where they have bad toilet paper and we all we all live. It gets the job done. So yeah. don't care much. Um, paper towels. Um, I also go mid range. Um, I will buy the store brand mm-hmm. if it looks like it's pretty quality. If it's just me and I'm going to be using it for a specific purpose, like I know I'm going to like do a major house clean. I will mm-hmm. absolutely buy Viva because mm-hmm. I think they're worth it for certain purposes. but. They st- the value starts to fall apart for me when my kids start getting involved in using yeah. them and I know they're wasting them. And so for me, that's, that's my, like my special, my own special um, <laughs> paper towel yeah. stash is Viva. And and I do love Viva. I think it's the best the best toilet pa- or uh, paper towel brand, but I don't always need to spend that. Yeah. Um, especially the ones with like the little like scrubbies and pockets. If I know that I'm going to be cleaning and I need yeah. to really get my like the fronts of my cabinets and stuff, I really love using that brand of Viva. Yeah. Um, paper plates. I am also middle of the road, I think because I'm kind of a klutz and I don't use paper plates that often. Yeah, and we I've don't had either. Enough, I've had enough bad experiences with like the cheap floppy ones kind of taking a dive. So I always at least go to the ones that look like they have the coating on them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't go like high end. I don't care. I don't usually don't get the plastic ones or anything like that, but there you go. There you go. Okay. So let's move on to uh, cleaning supplies. Okay. Splurge, save, or both? Um, I'm going to say a little, I'm going to say mostly save. I, yeah. you know, I like Mrs. Meyer's clean day, but I get the refill containers so that, because yep. that saves a lot of money. And I really only use those for 
countertops. Um, I don't use her whole line of products. Um, but let me say that I have someone help clean my house every four weeks, and that is a splurge for a lot of people. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So it's not cleaning products, but she brings her own products, which means things like deep, heavy cleaning, I'm not doing regularly as much yes. anymore. So that could go either way. I don't go through it as much, but it's a splurge to have someone come do my floors, for example. Um, yeah. I haven't had to worry about that. Um, because and you spent a lot on a vacuum cleaner and you I thought did. that was worth it. Yeah. You thought well, that was worth it. Yeah. yeah. So I have, I have a couple of times spent a lot on a vacuum cleaner. Actually, I have, I have the robot vacuum, which is the Neato, and I have a nice Dyson regular, um, up, and I have a good dust buster, I, I guess, yeah. cause I have needed them and I, and they last forever. Um, yeah. you can also get good vacuum cleaners repaired, and just, I don't know. So yeah, I have splurged on those. But the actual like spray down products, I would say I'm mostly a saver. The only brand that I that I probably am loyal to is Mrs. Myers. Yeah, okay. So I am someone who likes to, it's not even about splurging to me. It's about like, for me, part of the, if I'm going to make cleaning pleasurable, part of the pleasure is having products that I like to use. Yeah. So I kind of bop around. I use Mrs. Myers. I've been trying a new one lately called Rebel Green that has like smells so good mm. um, method. Like there's a lot of there's a, several brands I really like the smell of. And I will almost get in a place where I'm like, oh, you know what I really want to do is like I really want Mrs. Myers, you know, is hers a lemon verbena mm-hmm. or is that mm-hmm. that might be Caldrea? Oh, well, anyway, they're they're all like nice. Caldrea is actually quite, quite nice, quite high end expensive stuff and every now and then I just want to use it and I like today darn it I'm in the mood to use that Mm -hmm. um when it comes to stuff like what I clean my toilet with I don't care yeah if it gets the job done it gets the job done if uh same thing with like a bathtub product Mm -hmm. I hate cleaning out my bathtub yep and so I want something that works really well Mm -hmm. um but I'm also thinking about maybe hiring a cleaning service Mm -hmm. again and that is definitely takes kind of some of these questions a little bit out of the equation because honestly I won't be cleaning my own bathtub if I have a cleaning service coming to do it so Or my floors. Um, I wanted to add to the, you know, I for years would buy like sort of a hundred dollar or less, whatever was on sale at Target vacuum cleaner. And that was never worth it. I yeah. mean, they always break. They never worked very well. So that was always a bad purchase. Yep. You know, I would even extend that to mops and mm-hmm. I don't brooms. have a good mop. And I, I do broom. like, I think it's simple. What is it? There's, there's a oh, lip, uh, Libman's or I think, it's oh, Libman's. I think you've is linked it? this up store. before. We'll find it. Yeah, that's a pretty, that's a good, like, you can buy it anywhere brand. Like, you can find those at, you know, at Target or at the gro- usually at the grocery store. They don't always have the whole selection, but you can find it. I do like that the heads are re- replaceable. I don't love Swiffers. I don't think that they do a very good job. Um, I have not had a great experience with Swiffers, and it's, it feels like a lot of waste to me. So yeah. I've kind of leaned more toward... Um, toward these ones that have like the reusable heads and mm-hmm. stuff. But like even that, I mean, even a good broom makes a difference between yes. well, having, having it be efficient and pleasurable to sweep up your floor or having it. Be yeah. Tight. And I think so. with cleaning, like, la- like last week we talked about, or earlier this week we talked about lunch packing, like cleaning is kind of the same thing. Like it's not a splurge to set yourself up with the gear that makes it efficient and enjoyable. So maybe it's a one-time splurge on a vacuum cleaner or on, you know, some nice stuff. And then you can fill in with cheapos. I was going to say for dish soap, I often will do a, a nicer, really good smelling dish soap. And then when it's gone, I have the big, the giant Costco refiller under my sink (laughs) and I just put it back in the same bottle and it looks really (laughs) nice. And then like when that's gone, maybe I'll buy another high end one. It's like one out of 10 little dish soap bottle refills is the actual good stuff and then the in-between so you could do both you could splurge and save yeah agreed okay ready to move on yeah 
All right, we're going to move on to the kitchen. I guess we kind of were already in the kitchen, but now we're really getting into food. Okay. okay? I'm starting with kind of a weird one, but this okay. is just because I feel like there could be people could go wildly in one direction or another. Mm-hmm. Cooking oils. Are you at all brand loyal or or specific in any way about what you use, like splurging or I'm, saving on cooking I'm oils? I'm not brand loyal, but we've gotten increasingly healthier. So we buy avocado oil for regular okay. cooking and it's at Costco. So it's more expensive than canola, but it is pretty affordable because it's Costco. So yeah. it's the Costco avocado oil. And before that, it was probably extra virgin olive oil. Um, but I was not brand loyal with olive oil. I would buy olive oil anywhere. I know yeah, there's some um, really nice ones, but I just so I would be a saver there. But honestly, every from everything I've ever read, if you're using it for cooking, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, if you were pouring if you're using it on it to your... make a dressing or something, yes, I totally, would definitely have 100%. Like, I've often had like there's even a little olive oil store in town that has, you know, it's like specialty olive oh, oil. Oh, those are super fun if you're like eating yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And I'll have something like that in my cabinet that I know is there if or my cupboard if I am making a dressing or a glaze or something. But if it's just like I just need to throw something in a pan to cook an egg or some saute some vegetables. I yeah. am not that worried about it. I reuse bacon grease all the time. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> That's my favorite um, cooking oil. And for a while I was, um, well, Jacob was really into coconut oils. Coconut oil you can buy anywhere now. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's shelf stable in the jar and you mm-hmm. can use it for a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. so you can get it at Aldi. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. even that stuff has become yeah really accessible. And okay, so on, along those same lines, how about ingredients like spices and... I'm a flowers and things. I'm a saver. I will get what's cheapest. Um, I know that King Arthur flour is really nice. And I do like having 100% whole wheat flour in the pantry. It's not the only flour I use. I also use white flour. Um, But I have some baking I do with whole wheat flour. And the King Arthur, which is definitely more expensive. um, It just seems like it's better. I can't explain why. And also with whole wheat, there's always like weird like white whole wheat or like half whole wheat. I'm like, no, I just want 100% whole wheat flour for a certain things that I do. And so that one is a brand loyalty, I would say, but the rest of anything and spices, I, that's one that I really always have sticker shock. Like it just feels so expensive. I will say Brian is the more of the cook in our house. He loves spices and I am definitely the penny pincher. And I'm like, we already have cumin. Why now we have like six jars of cumin. So I'm the one, (laughs) I'm the, I'm the miser there for sure. And he would be more likely to buy really nice stuff. And then I feel like, I don't know, why with spices do you always have three of one thing, but you don't have the one thing you need? And we cook you, a lot with spices. You are so right. And it's always the thing, like, you buy something because you think you don't have it, and then it turns out you already had, like, and it's a weird thing, like cardamom, which I right. maybe use, like, well, maybe it's because I don't use it that often. And but then, then I, know, swear, I don't know if I have it. Then you'll swear up and down that you have something really normal, like paprika, and you'll get home, yeah. and there's no freaking paprika. So freaking paprika. paprika. (laughs) Anyway. So yeah, but I'm a saver. I would say I'm a saver on spices and and dry goods and stuff. I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like, you know, flour immediately gets out of the, or in sugar, they come right out of the bag and go right into my container. So I don't care. I get that at Aldi or whatever. Um, Spices. I like this. It's, it's aesthetics. I like to buy the stuff in the glass jars mm-hmm. more than this really cheap stuff yeah like the McCormick's or and, I, and sometimes I wonder how well even McCormick's has like two kinds I feel like That's they have like a nicer uh-huh. and like a less nice um I will say I get a little weird about buying things like ingredients or spices sorry like like it really cheaply because I wonder how long they've been sitting around I wonder if they have all the flavor I don't really know anything about them right it's enough I don't really know enough to know right you know um the other thing is the uh, um 
I was gonna say, oh, sometimes the shopping for spices can be like a fun indulgence at one of those stores that have like that just specialize in yeah, spices. Yeah, have we talked about Penzies before? Are you familiar with Penzies? Is that in, there's one in Chicago, right? So it's Wisconsin based. It's Wisconsin based. So they have actual stores. Um, but they are Midwest based, but we had one in Phoenix. So they have actual yeah. stores, but not a lot, like in a few places in the U.S. So I would, I would totally believe there's one outside Chicago. There was one in Phoenix and they're amazing to go through and it's all bulk spices. But I have heard that they do a great job with their online ordering. So we can link that up. I don't think I've ever ordered online. I just went to the store in Phoenix, but that and it's um, relatively affordable for very, very nice bulk spices. Really yeah. cool, interesting stuff. So, yeah, that's I just cool. Googled it. It is the one I used to go to in Evanston. Mm-hmm. And I lived there. And yes, it's. And it's such a fun experience. And honestly, when I'm doing stuff like that, I'm much more likely to buy a blend of some sort that someone else has put together. Because then Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something I wouldn't just do on my own anyway. And it's like, I feel like I'm getting a little more bang for the buck. Like I'm getting this experience of walking around sniffing and like looking, but I'm also getting a custom blend and they have those too. And a lot of those, you know, a lot of spice stores have that kind of thing. And sometimes you get like a really, or, or sometimes I'll look for really unique stuff like orange peel. That yeah. you don't see, I'm not going to see that at my grocery store yeah. or um, some of the Middle Eastern or Indian spices that are hard to find. Those can be really fun to look for. Yes, I agree. Um, in that kind of in that kind of environment. OK, so what about meat, produce and dairy? Do you splurge for organic free range? Yeah. How do you feel about all that? Yeah, I pretty much am. All so eggs, I am like cage free, organic free range eggs, which are like three times the cost. So that's a for sure splurge. Um, I do organic dairy and I do, uh, meat. It, it kind of depends on what's available. I will not always go. I'm still going to try to cost save within the parameters of hopefully the, the least preservatives and antibiotics. I wouldn't say that I'm a hundred percent organic all the time. Kind of depends on where I'm buying my meat and what's available. Um, I'm more likely to just not get something if it's not available either in an organic option or if the organic option is super, super expensive, I'm more likely to just like say, we'll eat beans. Um, yes. But yeah, I would say that's an area of splurge for me in general. Yeah. I'm pretty much produce. Uh, I don't know if you asked about produce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, maybe if I didn't, I meant I'm to. almost 100% organic. I've just kind of okay. trained my brain and I know you don't have to be. It's just like over time, I've just found. And, and because of that, I don't buy things that are outrageously like out of season expensive. Um, right. I don't know if you guys listeners have Whole Foods where you are. I do not shop regularly at Whole Foods, but since Amazon bought them, um, I know that prices are coming down on certain things. And I, I'd be very curious what the organic produce prices are doing. Cause I, I don't shop at Whole Foods because they have everything organic, but things are, it just seems like it's so expensive. And whereas Trader Joe's check for a reason, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> whereas Trader Joe's will kind of only have things in organic if they're available seasonally affordably. So it's just like for, for a big part of the year, they won't have organic grapes, for example, yeah. they just won't have them. And so it, it sort of forces me to buy seasonally. So I feel like I'm still saving money, but it's a splurge for sure. Yeah. Just to make that choice is a splurge. Yeah. Um, okay. So meat, produce and dairy, this is one of those that for me has changed. So, or is in the process of changing. Like I didn't even really try to do organic, um, for meat, produce or dairy for a long time because I was going through so much food Yeah, yeah. and it just was, and also it's kind of hard to find around here. It's much easier to find, um, local produce during the growing season. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not certified organic, a lot of times they've, it's kind of like that, um, transitional. There's a couple different certifications where it's like, they're kind of working on it or mm-hmm. like, 
they're they incorporate some of the organic right. um principles but they can't afford to get certified so that's something i keep an eye out for especially mm -hmm. if i'm doing farmers markets and stuff around here but again you can only really get you can only really get stuff at the farmers market here between like the end of june maybe mid-june to like mid-september after that it was just very limited yeah. and it's very seasonal then so i'm kind of stuck with what's available at the store because i'm not going to drive an you know two-hour round trip no um to just nobody wants so to that i can that. go to costco or whole foods so um so i do what i can yep. now i will say meat in particular and dairy in particular i'm eating we're eating so much less of it that i've been really kind of pushing myself to make a change there because if i just went like once a month up to maybe grand rapids or mm -hmm. kalamazoo or south bend i could go to like not a farmer's market necessarily, but one of those kind of indoor markets yes, where they like have grower, the, yeah. the mm -hmm. free the growers and stuff. And I could probably get enough meat to last me months. Like mm -hmm. I don't need to be shopping for meat all the time. And we don't eat that much anymore. Mm -hmm. I just I have fewer kids at home. I'm cooking less mm -hmm. because they're not with me all the time. And they're just and we're not going. And with dairy for a while, like the price of milk, da uh, organic dairy was so over the top. For it used how to much be we like, going it used it. to be double. And now it's, yes. it's much, much, much like the increment is much less. Yeah. Yes. And, and also now we're just not like, I can go, I can get one gallon of milk at the beginning of the week. And if I run out when the kids are gone, when they go to their dads, it's, that's usually one gallon. And then I just switch to half and half for my tea mm -hmm. and I don't care. Like mm -hmm. I'm not drinking milk anymore. Yeah. And like my kids aren't really drinking it the way they were. So I feel like I'm re I'm like poised to make that change. Mm -hmm. Eggs are something I've always tried to do the cage free and free range because even though they are more expensive, there's still such a relatively cheap protein that I've always yeah. felt okay about it. And if you really bargain shop, you can find something that's better than the just standard. Right. Yeah. There's lots um, of, yeah. there's lots of um, levels like with options. eggs. Like even yeah. I know the ones I get at Trader Joe's and um, when I am at Costco and that's only like once a month, they have great, their price on organic free range eggs is like unbeatable. That's why, that's why yeah. I, I always go back to Costco's because you can't save on everything, but the things you can save on the few things are like, it's like a no brainer. Um, yeah. But like you said, there's different levels of eggs. Like you can always be better than the worst ones. Yeah, you can always be better. <laughs> like you can always do a little bit better with eggs. Sometimes yeah. it's hard to do with things where it's a little more black and white. Um, oh, and but to the point about shopping more in season, I, I sometimes, and we've talked about this before, but I am okay serving my kids the same fruits and vegetables over and over and totally. over again. Like if, if that's what's totally. uh, relatively healthy or organic or in season or whatever it is, and that means we're going to have strawberries every day for yeah. a month, that's fine by me. I don't have a problem with that at all. So Agreed. in fact, I think that's the way people used to eat. We're yep. probably supposed to eat. So, yep. okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes. I'm not wearing things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay heeled sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip on Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip on Flat. That's next on my list. 
Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right, let's move on. Okay. Into this very apropos topic. Yes. Bath products. Okay. Okay. So we've, and we've talked about all this in previous more than moms, I feel like, so we can probably buzz through this pretty sure. quick. Yeah. But, um, I'm curious, shampoo, conditioner, hair product, splurge or save? Um, I'm going to say save. I mean, I might not do the bottom barrel drugstore brand, but I am doing drugstore and target brands. Yeah. So yeah. your Pantene's yeah. and your Dove's and your, I mean, the nicest products in my bathroom right now are from FabFitFun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I will say for me. Um, I have not personally found there to be much difference in the quality of my hair, depending on the shampoo and conditioner I use. If I ever do splurge, it's just because I love the way it smells. It or smells. Feels or something. The, yes, the high end yeah. ones smell good. They smell so good that it does make that kind of experience really great. And I think that if your hair is color treated, sometimes some of those higher end um, ones made specially for color can be really helpful. Like the purple shampoos and stuff like can be really good for brassy blonde, stuff like that. But like I have not found it to make a huge difference. What makes the biggest difference for me is not overusing heat. Mm-hmm. not washing my hair as often. Yeah, I only wash good, every three or four yeah. days. Yeah. And then using good product. And I will say I sometimes do splurge on product. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy really good product at the drugstore. Like they have yeah. good stuff that you could also put in the salon. But like when it comes to your serums and all that stuff, I do find that sometimes the like slightly higher end stuff just works better for me. So I am willing to splurge a little bit on that. Can How about I- razors? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, yes, razors, cheap. <laughs> That's the answer to razors. Save for sure. No, but I'm a splurge. You're a splurge. Okay, wait, (laughs) let's come back to that because I really want to say something about it reminded me when you were talking about being poised to start going more organic um, with food. I feel like if there if there's an area where I might transition, it would be in some of these hair and skin products because I have not been super green, I will say. And I'm just um, even listening to our own Crunchy Cocktail Hour podcast in the Life Listen Network and listening to Selfie and, you know, Sarah James is really into it's like there's this little light in my brain that's like, yeah, that is probably the next thing for me is to clean up my skin and hair products. I have not done it yet. But if I decide to splurge, it'll be for that. It'll be because those products tend to be more expensive. And so that'll just be a fun new hobby to get into. Um, And I do feel like I'm kind of poised to do that, but haven't done it yet. Sorry to hijack you there. 
Oh, no, that's totally fine. I totally jumped ahead. Um, but I was going to say really quick with razors. I'm, I guess I'm actually both a splurge and a save. I do not like for me, um, anything less than three blades and a razor is for peasants from the 1400s. <laughs> I don't even know how I survived middle school and high school with that. Um, so I will always kind of bump up to the nicest razor that is reasonably priced. And they're not. They're really, really expensive. The men's ones tend to be more reasonable, I think. So sometimes I switch to men's. And often one will be on sale and I'll just buy the one that's got three or four or five, preferably and four or five blades. Not to get too personal here, but you shave your legs every single day, right? Every single I day. I do not. I mean... If I'm going to wear but like, shorts then I or a dress. I always feel like it makes it worse. Like, how can yeah. you use a cheap razor with, like, well, I don't think stubble? I don't think I use a super cheap razor. I just use yeah. what I'm not brand loyal. I just use, like, whatever Venus. But you don't use, like, an is. old, like, an old Bic, you know, no. a Daisy. Like no, a not like the 10-pack. No. Mm -mm. Okay, thank Although you. Although I would. I like, I probably, like, but yeah, I don't. I don't, like, yeah. And if I'm going to be wearing shorts or a short dress, I will try to remember but otherwise, it's like, oh, do I feel like being in the shower a little longer? Like, I'll yeah. shave my legs. Like, it's I do shave my legs. I am not a non-shaver, but I don't. It's not like it. It doesn't have to be every shower or every day for me. Well, and, and you know, you know, you and I, or you know, that I am a big bath person, and yes. for me, like having a nice razor is kind of part of the experience of yes. having. Yeah. yeah so like on that, that topic, yeah. what about stuff like bath gel or soap or shower? You know. Uh, cream or whatever are you do you care at all about that stuff you know it's always nice to have a nice one and um not to keep singing the praises of fab fit fun but when we have worked with a brand or have if I have something nice in my house it's really luxurious to use it it's not something I typically buy myself you yeah. know I have like a regular body wash also so the way our kids shower and we shower we kind of all rotate showers which means my shower is not like a safe adult space there's kids showering in there and I feel like they'll just use whatever is there two of the three shower independently now and so that's another thing is like it would be hard for me to have a really luxurious product that's just for me I would literally have to hide it yeah that actually makes a lot of sense um for me tj maxx is a great source for this kind of stuff because they while i love good smelling bath products i'm not really brand specific mm -hmm. um and i don't really care what they are and so tj maxx it's like they just have a lot of fun stuff that i probably wouldn't ever buy myself but yeah. it's cheap and yeah. it's you know marked way down so i go there pretty often and get myself stuff and i do have to kind of tell I, the only person who uses my bathroom um, the boys use their own. So Clara is in mine. I just don't think that she would even think to use my stuff. Um, yeah. But it's, so it's not really a problem. We use the same shampoo. But yeah. other than that, it's fine. All right. So then let's move on to faces because we kind of touched on this. But this is, for me, an area where I think I also see the value in using slightly more expensive stuff and maybe mm -hmm. going a little greener. Mm -hmm. So cleansers, moisturizers, makeup, stuff like that. What, it, what are you, where's your, I don't know. I feel like, you stand? yeah, I feel like I'm in transition, but I have been a saver and I feel like I, it's time for grown up skincare. I just don't, I don't know where to start. Help me. Megan. Yeah. So I'm not well, opposed to splurging, but I haven't gotten there yet because I've been in drugstore mode my whole life. So what I've, my transition has been using the higher end drugstore stuff because you get a crap ton of points. If you use any kind of drugstore point yeah. system like Walgreens or CVS or whatever, that is a great way to rack them up. And like you even points on points, like the points kind of, they sort of build on each other because you, for example, at Walgreens, 
for every X amount you spend, you get a certain number of points, but mm-hmm. then you get these little coupons that'll be like, okay, now come back, like join our beauty club, and then come back and spend more money on this. And we're going to give you like bonus points. And so I kind of play that game and I try to, to buy stuff that is real grown up skincare stuff, mm-hmm. like the stuff that has the, the ingredients in it um, that actually do something. Mm-hmm. Right. But the best, even then we're still talking about not very green products and yeah. they're still kind of like just a, bump up of what you would be using anyway and i will say the few times i love getting facials and if i go to one of those spas that has like the really 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 nice um botanic Mm -hmm. skincare i walk out and feel amazing like i feel like my skin feels so good and it just feels so like i don't know so like healthy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not like i'm putting weird stuff on Mm -hmm. it so I, it is definitely not in my budget right now to make a huge change right there, which is part of the reason I love FabFitFun so much um, and stuff like that. But like, I could see that maybe being mm-hmm. something I do in the future. And I would probably extend that to like foundation. I don't think I would probably ever extend it to stuff like blush and eyeshadow and mascara because I feel fine about the stuff I use. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like across the board. I'm like upper end drugstore, like across the board. It's kind of boring. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well. You know who has time for Sephora? I, don't. I would like to have time for Sephora, but I just at this point in my life, it's not. It's not a priority. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a whole learning curve. It's like yes. another. It's another. You'd walk in and be like, I don't even know what right. these brands are. Right. Yeah. So, all right. So let's move on to our final category, and that is clothing. Okay. Um, bras and underwear. Okay, I really need new underwear. So if anyone out there listening feels comfortable telling me your favorite splurgy or mid-range comfortable brand of underwear i'm in the market well when Um, you say comfortable what do you mean i mean like i mean i'm willing to spend a little bit more on comfortable underwear no i know but like when you say comfortable (laughs) do you mean like they have to be like cotton bikinis or something or could they be a little sexy too they could be both um, yeah yeah, and i like a variety of styles depending on what i'm wearing day night like so i'm fine with uh, i'm fine with different styles and looks but all of them should be comfortable. Underwear should be yeah. comfortable, right? It doesn't yeah, have it, to be cotton granny no, panties. But. I completely agree. I've had, I've actually bought some really nice underwear uh, at True and Co. Okay. Um, the bras are a little more of a crapshoot. I find with them just because it's really hard to find a, it's, it's hard to buy a bra online. It's just really hard. Yes. And so when I find one that I really like, I kind of want to buy it in right. like all of like all of the colors and right. and buy them out. But um, I think bras and underwear are totally worth splurging. I, I on. agree. They're My bras, I have, yeah, I have splurged on bras more. I just I'm like, don't. Yeah, I need to with underwear. What about jeans? Um, I do think that a, there's nothing better than a really nice pair of jeans. I tend to get my jeans at Nordstrom Rack. And again, going back to what I said at the top of the show, where like I often really I like to see what the differential is and what these yeah. originally cost. And Nordstrom Rack is a big markdown situation. So I would say I'm not opposed to buying $150 jeans. I will probably buy them marked down to 75 bucks. Yeah. Um, and that number has just creeped. My comfort number has just creeped up as I've gotten older. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think I still don't think that's considered super high end. But your Hudson's and your Sevens and your they have the pages. Yeah. They have all of those. I just usually buy them when they're like last season. And I don't really care like I just kind of look at what they have and try some yeah. on and if they fit. So I think that's that is a splurge because those are higher end jeans. Yeah. But I'm usually getting them marked down. So here, here's my love hate issue with jeans. It's not even love hate. It's just like I'm conflicted. OK, so I have 
very rarely in my life, but a few times have purchased a really nice brand of jeans, like something that would be 200 bucks if I bought it full price, but I buy it for like half price, maybe at the end of a season or something like that. Um, And there is a definitely a difference. Like the fit, everything about them is very different. What I have also noticed is that they're very like size specific. I have not had any luck with jeans that are that quality. I've not had any luck putting on a couple pounds and still wearing those jeans. Like mm, they, it's like they're so structured or something. Yeah. And they're so specific to your body that it's like the body that fits, that fits them is the, <laughs> is needs to be the body that they wear. And I've had a really hard time. Now that could be just me, but I've had a no, really hard I, time with not feeling like they have a lot of give yeah. and like the, spe- the fits so specific. I've had a lot of really good luck with some of the mid range options. Like express has mm-hmm. um, really comfy, really flattering on me at least jeans and they're like 69 to 89 bucks yeah you know you can always find a sale at express and um i feel like they just have more give like i feel like if i gain a couple pounds or lose a couple pounds i can still wear those jeans so that's just and I, my weight's fluctuated a lot over the last couple of years so i've just been trying i'm i'm not sure where i'm gonna settle yeah <laughs> i have to kind of decide how how healthy i want to eat and how much i want to exercise and figure out where where my which jeans like, are for that which <laughs> jeans are for that and um i will say that my sister so jenna um, is a stitch fixer and she got a pair of jeans. I'm going to have to ask her where, what they brand they are, but they do not, they have like an elastic waist. They do not, but not like an old lady elastic. Yeah, waist. no, I just bought some at Nordstrom rack that yeah. have like almost like a panel, like maternity, but that's what I was thinking. They but go like up stronger. High, so yeah. like it's almost but like thick and like yes. firm. Yeah. Yes. And no, no button or zipper. I do no like button mine. or zipper. And she loves them. And she's like, even on days, like she feels like a little bloaty or like whatever. They fit great. And also there's no lump under clothes. Yes. Which yeah, is that's something I, that becomes a problem. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Um, loft and Taylor or loft. That's not the same thing. I always call it and Taylor yeah. loft, but loft. I have always had good luck with jeans. I've talked about it. I think on the show yeah. because they're petite. I have really short legs and they have yeah. different lengths. They have ankle length and petite. I'm not quite short enough for petite, but I need like the ankle cut. Yeah. So the, and that's in, in your same express price range with sales. Yeah. Like you can get $20 jeans there if you hit a good sale or maybe they'll be 60 or 70. And I and isn't I just think this is so funny that how true it is that one brand will work one for one person and not for another. Yeah. yeah because I for me. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I haven't bought jeans at Express since I was in high school. Probably something about the way Express jeans look on my butt is great like they just hit my butt in just the right spot I do I don't have like a big butt but I have like I have a little booty on me and like something about it the pocket placement and like where the waist is compared to the pockets Mm -hmm. and everything else just works and Taylor Loft has left me cold every time I've tried their pants on it's like the pocket placement's odd and it just doesn't work for me but maybe like it's just my butt type yeah and they they fit for my height (laughs) and my yeah shape so Okay, so what about tops and dresses? Um, I'm gonna say save. I'm always a sale girl. It's it's fun to get those seasonally. Nordstrom Rack is kind of my go-to, but I'm not opposed to a little Old Navy or Target action. So, um, yeah. Well, and for me, tops are like an easy way to kind of um try out a style without spending a lot of money on it. Yeah. Um, dresses, uh, I've become a little more particular about yeah and you wear more t- structured dresses I that do. you need I think you need to spend a little bit more they, they kind of come in they're like more form-fitting or more body conscious and that's a good look for me but like you really have to make sure it's the right dress for yeah them. and you the right size and yep yeah yeah um okay so here's my final one under clothes and I actually forgot to add one to the outline socks and shoes I just put socks on here as those shoes didn't matter um I'm gonna say splurge on shoes for the yep. last several years 
Um, and I don't wear a lot of shoes. I wear flip-flops like 75% yeah. of the time, which means when I do get a cute pair of boots or booties or flats, I feel okay splurging. Now, I'm not talking about $800 shoe splurging, but I, I don't ever want to wear uncomfortable shoes ever again in my life. Yes. Pretty much. I'm too old for that. So I will always go for a department store brand, usually again, Nordstrom rack, but sometimes just straight Nordstrom. Um, I like shoes to fit really well. I like the shoes at Lucky Brand, um, which are not known for their shoes. They're known for their jeans, but they have great shoes and their, their half sizes fit me really well because I am a true half size. So I'm going to say splurge on shoes. And I'm going to say that I don't wear enough socks. Well, you don't wear socks, California girl. No, it's flip flops, Uggs or flats. So I only need socks to work out. Yeah. Um, I think that I am also a moderate splurge on shoes, um, depending on the what I'm using the shoes for. So if it's like a pair of like, I don't know, thong sandals, I don't care. I'll grab something off wherever Kohl's or Target or whatever. Um, If it's a pair of boots that I'm going to wear literally all season or something I'm going to hike in or even something I'm going to wear one time for like a special occasion, but I'm going to be walking around in heels dancing, which I don't do very much. I don't walk around in heels. I dance all the time, but I don't (laughs) walk around in heels all the time. I will definitely go higher, higher end middle ground, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like I'm definitely not spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but I've gone up to like 200 before Mm -hmm. and been very happy um, with that purchase, especially boots. Like I have a pair of boots that I've been wearing for, I think it'll be 12 years this year. And the zipper, they're a pair of Borns. It was the first time I ever spent that much money on a pair of boots. The zipper broke on one of them. And I think I'm actually going to take it to the cobbler because I do not want to lose these boots. I have a pair of, so I don't need boots for the winter like you do, but I have a pair of fry boots, which are not cheap. I think that's probably the most expensive pair of shoes I bought. And I want to say they were like three. 25 or 350. Yeah. Um, I, the heels are getting a little worn down. I've had them for like four years. They would literally last me for the rest of my life. I mean, they're, yeah. and I love them so much. I also feel like maybe it's as we get older or maybe as style that styles change differently, but I think there's some classic shoes that I will be able to wear for a long, long time. Not everything. Yeah. I mean, you always need your trendy pieces, but I have some little booties that have been in style for four or five seasons. So it's not like yep. we need to do this every year. Um, right. And I do yeah. want to get my fry boots re I don't know if it's re it would be rehealed. I think I walk yeah. heavily on the heels because those things will last forever and I still love them. So yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's so true too. Like I am not rotating out my staple shoes every year, like my, right. my boots and stuff like that. I wear those for years. So I feel like it's worth it. Um, you mentioned lucky brand. That's so funny. I was just at TJ Maxx and totally impulse purchased a pair of suede slide on shoes oh yeah with like they're like the little i don't even know what like you call mules? it like point uh, they're mules? not mules no okay. they're just slide-ons they're just okay. like the kind like that slide on but I'm, I'm trying to think of how to describe that there's like little holes in it it looks like um, a pegboard <laughs> i don't okay. even know what you would call that okay but they're suede and they're so cute and i was looking for a pair of more beachy slides because my slides all gave out this year or not mm-hmm. slides my slide-ons all gave out this year like that's what I wear. Those I think are the most comfortable shoes for me. Kind of like your Toms, but I don't yeah. like the shape of Toms on my feet hurts my toes. Yeah. Yeah. I, Toms hurt my feet. Converse hurt my feet. I basically yeah. like can't wear it's shoes like, anymore. You know what it is on a Toms? It's like the point is in the wrong spot. Yeah. It points in the middle of the Instead shoe. Instead of over by your big toe. I over by your big toe. And I have yeah. a really big, long, big toe. So they didn't work at all. So I wanted to replace um, some of the ones I had bought from Target over the years. I actually loved them. But Target doesn't carry the ones that they used to carry anymore. And I don't have Target now anyway. And so I saw these shoes and I was like, well, this is not what I was looking for. I was looking for more of a casual. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely a step up. But I bought them anyway. And I love them. Are they Lucky Brand? Of, 
They're lucky brand. Yeah. yeah. And they're dressing up like shorts. Like they're, they're great. They're going to be perfect for jeans. They're perfect. I can wear them with leggings. I can wear them with shorts. They're great. I love, I, might try to find I the love link. all of my shoes from lucky. They're yeah, fantastic. I'd, this might be my first pair. So. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I mean, I just have to end with socks because I'm a Michigan girl. Yes. And you know that I've gotten really into wool socks yes. over the last few years and smart wools. And there's a couple other little uh, brands that are sort of in that same ilk. And it is totally worth it to me to have nice, comfy, cozy, warm socks. I will say that my husband, who wears a suit almost every single day, so he has to wear dress socks, is a socks splurger. And I fully endorse it because I think feet comfort and being comfortable in whatever you're wearing, I fully endorse splurging on socks. I just don't wear enough socks to have an opinion. Um, Okay, so should we wrap up? Yeah, I guess we need to because we've been talking for a long time. I know. I love it. This is really fun. Um, yeah, fun. I have no idea if this is what Rachel, our listener, had intended, but I feel like we covered a lot. It was fun. Yes. Um, I just wanted to remind you guys a couple things. So the last two Tuesday episodes, so earlier this week and then last Tuesday, if you are like feeling back to schoolish and need to get your rear end in gear, we gave we were these are like chock full of practical tips. So we did an episode on lunch packing and then another one just on productivity and time management. So if you're a little behind in your listening or if this is your first time listening, go back to the last couple of weeks. They're really good. Um and then oh I think that's I think that's all I got actually. So we'll Whoa, be back with it? you guys yeah on Tuesday with okay, another talk to you then. good episode. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Megan, you know what I love about our partner, The Essential Calendar? I love the product so much, of course, but I also love that it comes from a small business founded by two moms. Right, just like us. Listeners, if you're drowning in details right now, like summer camps, travel plans, end of school year mayhem, give yourself the gift of The Essential Calendar, a seasonal at-a-glance poster-sized calendar for your wall. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash the mom hour.